Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. In goes Stewart! They've only gone and done it! And with a quick turn, skipper Alex Dock slams it in. There's Lindergaard making Forrest back pedal. Davis looking to help it into the path of Morris. He's found him via the deflection. It's Aaron Davis. He could win it. He probably has won it for Yeovil. Oh, and it's an opening goal. What a start. Madden, after just six minutes, gives Yeovil the lead. Stansfield, good turn away from Trott. Goal. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Glovers Cast. I'm back. Ben's here, and it's the usual three amigos tackling all things Scunthorpe at home, the nil-nilist of all nil-nils. None of us were there, and yet somehow every single one of us watched it. Modern technology. Hey, Ian Perkins, how are you, good sir? I'm all right. David Coates, how are you, good sir? I am very well. Welcome to day ten or day 11, as you're listening to it, of the 7 to 10 days uh, deadline to find out about the uh, the fans meeting. Just thought I'd drop that in there at the beginning. Very mm-hmm. quick on the old, yeah. getting the dig in nice and early. I, I'm not getting the dig cheerful. in. I mean, no, day yeah, 11 is going to be the day, isn't it? That's, yeah, that, you that's did get the dig in. You've, no? start, you've set the tone. We're straight no? in. Straight I am, in with the right arm jab. Yeah. I am I'm being full I'm going full Rafa Benitez tonight. These are the facts. facts. These are facts. the facts. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not doubting you. I'm not doubting the facts. Um, come at me, come at me, come on. I, 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 I can't, I can't, I cannot come at those facts. I just, I was surprised it was so early. There you go. Well, Work your way it, into the game. Get, get, no, 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 big it, big it's early doors, which is get into probably, them early, lads. probably what both Yeovil Town and England could have done with, uh, from the, uh, from the get go, couldn't they? On, uh, there on Saturday. nobody better than David Coates for a segue. Nobody. That is the sound of a segue. When, when <laughs> was the last... been on a segue, Dave? 
No, I haven't. No, I, I, I would not trust my uh, uncoordinated. That was the word I was that looking was for <laughs> when I was talking about indoor skydiving the other day. <laughs> uncoordinated was the word I was looking for. And yes, no, uncoordinated people like me should not go on segways. I have a question sure. about the football part of proceedings. Sure. When was the last time all three of us parted with our hard-earned cash to watch the Oval Town game? Well, I guess Ian would have to part Luke. with hard-earned cash to um, uh, to get BT Sport to watch us lose to Scunthorpe on the opening day of the season. But I didn't part with my hard-earned cash. Oh, hard you didn't, cash. did you? I did no. some hard-earning. Mm. <laughs> I did some earning. I, <laughs> I got paid. Um, so I just I was trying to think, trying to go backwards. And I'm thinking it might be lockdown season where we all paid for the stream. Maybe, yeah. yeah. Mm. We didn't pay for the Legends game, did we? Or they did buy a ticket. Did not buy a ticket for the Legends game? Oh, we did buy a ticket for the Legends game. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Oh, there you go. Legends game. Probably that one then. That was a Legends boring game. answer, wasn't it? That was, I was hoping for a really exciting answer years and years and years ago, but it wasn't. Legends it didn't game. feel like we paid for a ticket though oh no and we got we got our money's worth a billion times over so that's fine um, billion times right? did did we get our money's worth for four pounds 75 yesterday there's the question and the silence was every <laughs> bit of the answer that we needed it was i think in terms of in terms of being able to watch your team yeah that was good value <laughs> and I think the quality of the stream was good. You got to hear the commentary as well. So it wasn't just like a silent thing going on. I think in terms of value for money, in terms of what the offering was, yeah, great. Certainly yeah. better value than 20 quid to stand on a cold terrace and watch it. Yes, very true. <laughs> let's Let's talk about the football and let's talk about what we thought about the football before we heard Mark Cooper post-match. So in that sort of bit in between full-time and the post-match press conference. Oh, that was, that was not good. <laughs> it wasn't, it wasn't <laughs> good, was it lads? Let's be brutally honest about it. That was two pretty average teams playing in pretty average conditions to a pretty average nil-nil draw. It was the type of game where come full time, you realise how deep in the SH1T sugar honey iced tea you actually are. I think that's what I felt anyway. I think okay. from the sub from the situation with the bench to nil nil against a team that haven't won in I don't know how long and have... they'd lost their last six games. Hank kept the clean sheet all season. Yeah, and you know we've sort of felt we had a bit of momentum off the back of things, and you know. I think knowing what we know after that changes things, but it was a kind of game where you realize there's not a playoff push coming. No, no, not in the slightest. Um, Dave, you said something after the game on our little chat that I kind of, it was a bit of a throwaway comment. And I kind of, uh, Johnny, when I went back and checked, you said that we are the lowest scorers in the division by a margin. So I was like, well, I can't be that far away. There's other teams that hadn't scored many. Oh, no, we are we are clear, aren't we, at the bottom? Mm. I think we've got 17, haven't we? And is it Oldham and next on about 21 or something so like that? Halifax they scored today, didn't they? Yeah, well, before today, obviously, the game took place today. So before today, Oldham had 
uh, had less than 20. They had 19. 19. They've yeah. obviously gone and scored three goals today to take them to 22. Mm-hmm. Um, Halifax have 21, but they're in 10th, two points off the playoffs. That's yeah. kind of forgivable if you've not scored many goals, but are two points off the playoffs. 17 goals is from 22 games. I mean, that's, there's no way to sugarcoat it. That's a horrendous return, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> I, I, yeah, there's, there's no other way. There's no other way of putting that. Um, another clean sheet, another clean-o. They're becoming a, a regular theme, aren't they? But we didn't really look like scoring, did we? No, it, it felt there was a, there was one moment in the first half where you and Clark picks up the ball, and it looks like he's got absolutely acres to run into. It's like they just let him run to goal to shoot. And for whatever reason, he doesn't shoot. And we go back to sort of square one again. It just felt like at points we were overcomplicating things where that, to me, I don't know if it was just the angle on the stream, but it looked like an absolute perfect opportunity to score. There were a few occasions, weren't there? Wakefield had a couple where he just they just almost seemed to just turn. And suddenly, like you say, there was all this space that had opened in front of him. And and you and Clark had a couple of them. Wakefield had a couple of them. I think, was it Wakefield forced to save out the keeper mm. or was that Clark? I can't remember. No, but... That was Wakefield. Yeah. Point, shooting towards the away, empty away territory yeah. referred to there, aren't you? Yeah. Um, I was really impressed by you and Clark. I liked you and Clark. But... You can tell he's on loan because he's got next to nothing in the way of end product, at least on the evidence that we saw yesterday. Everything up until the final cross, the final shot, the final ball. I'm I'm a massive fan of all of that that he brings. But you're like, well, you need to finish off that run. You need to finish off doing whatever it is you're doing. And I said to you, I, I used the F word, didn't I? It was frustrating watching the Oval Town. Yeah. Yeah, it's almost like um, he just needs someone to come and take it off the take it off him, or or just play that little sideways pass to someone who can can do that last bit. Because there are obviously people there. I mean, Alex Fisher being one of them, who I thought again when he did get the ball looked quite effective, mm. but looked effective in probably not the what was it Mark Cooper said about him on him to play between the lines and uh, didn't really do that, did he? he? Seemed to be where he seemed to be most effective. Seemed to be more in that. Uh, well, what we've seen Harry Kane be for England mm-hmm. uh, during the World Cup, they're t- it, it, playing much deeper and playing out wide and um, creating things out there when really what you want him to do is yeah, play play between the lines. So it's a, it's a really good point, actually. It's something that I I kind of picked up on, but now, now you reference the Harry Kane dropping deeper and deeper. It's exactly the same. And that's, yeah, it, there, was a, there was a couple of really nice passages in the second half with Alex Fisher on the halfway line, basically. Mm. He was clearly trying to get Oliver Bore involved because when he came on, Ian, I thought he showed a real spark on either side, whichever side he was playing. He did, and he, he's just that player that comes on and gives a lift and mm. adds that energy, but it, it felt like one of those games where we could have played forever and we wouldn't have come close to getting anything out of it. As there's only so much he can do. I think the thing that sort of struck me yesterday was how much of a hole Matt Worthington leaves not being in that team. I think he's been the one player who's kind of linked everything together in the middle of midfield 
and with the attackers and it's just i don't know it's just such a uh, such a change without him that energy in midfield doesn't seem seem to be able to be matched by any other player particularly uh, yeah i couldn't agree more he the reason alex fisher was dropping deeper to try and make things happen is because worthington wasn't bombing forward to try and make things happen that bridge wasn't being gapped in the, in the other direction so to speak that's yeah it's really good um i was i was really disappointed by the fact that we didn't we didn't give the goalkeeper a horrible time um obviously he was a he's um he's 17. A young, he's 17 years old he is his first game of the season his last game competitively i was looking at this whilst the game was on his last game competitively was the game at the back end of last season where they shipped seven against Bristol Rovers when Bristol Rovers got promoted. That was his first competitive outing since then. We didn't stick a corner underneath him. No. We didn't We didn't stick a free kick on him and have a big, horrible centre-back just clatter him early doors. You know, take a, take a couple of free kicks if you've got to because you've clattered the keeper. But at no point did we ruffle him up. At no point did we get a horrible, horrible shot in and then have a striker bearing down on him. We didn't test him on a slippery, harder surface. On a pitch like that, that's exactly what you want to be doing, isn't At it? At I mean, no point. Yeah. Or even in the second half. The second half, when he was playing in that end that was in the shadow of the factories, and was you could tell from the first half watching that 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 was difficult for even a goalkeeper like Grant Smith to deal with. But yeah, no, I thought exactly the same. Why aren't we <clears throat> giving, him, giving him something to think about? Yeah, I, it, it, it really wound me up that we weren't we weren't able to do that in those final moments. I thought the, the trickery of Oliver Bore, the excitement of Clark was great, but at no point did we just pull the trigger. I'm just asking you to get a shot on target and follow in and chase and harry and give away a free kick. Stick your foot in. Sorry, give us sorry, ref. Sorry, keeps you all right, mate. That kind of thing. We got set pieces and just tried to hit the 12 yard spot. Tried, tried to hit the penalty spot. Get one under the bar. Get an elbow into him, tread on his toes. It's time to start being a bit nasty in those situations. Because that's all they were doing to us. They were being horrible little gits about it to try and get themselves out of their hole. And we weren't giving it back. We were almost a bit too nice about it all. Yeah. Chris Will did say something on commentary, didn't he, about someone stepped on his toe, on Grant Smith's toe. So, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Like you say, they've got, they've, I know they're in, in trouble, aren't they? It's gone for where they are, but they've got some experienced players in there and you could see their experienced players, couldn't you? Um and I'm not going to use the uh, young team uh, excuse, but uh, yeah, you know, we were we were lacking a bit of nous, I think. Oh yes, yes, a bit of nous. Um, after the game, I've lost my words. Uh, after the game, we heard from Mark Cooper, and he had some reasons as for why he didn't have a full bench. Maybe things felt a bit more lethargic. There's some poorly kids about some poorly people. Everyone's poorly. I've been poorly. How 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 have you lads been? You've been all right. You okay? Poorly. I've got a bit of a cough at the moment. Have you? Yeah, a bit of a cough and a bit of a cold. I keep having mm-hmm. to go and mute to allow myself to cough, so you don't listen to me spluttering down the phone at you. I was poorly a couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. but clear now. Yeah, but it wouldn't be a nice place. That pitch and that uh, whole environment would not be a nice place to be poorly. I wouldn't have thought. I did. I did notice after the game, whilst uh, Cooper was being interviewed, he said Ewan Clark was on antibiotics, or he was being he was put. And Ewan Clark was in the background, 
in shorts and t-shirt in the stand. Get inside, man. Get, <laughs> hot water, hot water, 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 water. Get a yeah. limb sit down, your son. Jeez. <laughs> so it's, are there cold it's remedies are available. It's <laughs> there's no brand loyalty here. No. Um it's one of those when, you know, in hindsight, with all those players out, the pitch, the stay it was like it clearly was a horrible, horrible afternoon to, to play on that surface. Should we have, you know, called it leave, the day before? Le- leave the frost covers off, lads. <laughs> maybe forget, know, um, maybe forget to leave, the, to put the frost covers on. I know um, Stuart Robbins tweeted, didn't he, saying, we Scunthorpe had travelled and we had to do everything to get the game on because they'd travelled, but it felt like a, you know, who's who's won <laughs> who's won out from playing this game. Yeah. We now go into Barnet, knackered, probably yeah. even more ill for running around for 90 minutes against a team that are doing all right. And you know, I think the post match situation with you know talking about letting players go we'll go into it in a bit and all of that it's just sort of added a bit of extra tension whereas we could have all just been whinging about being knocked out of the world cup today um, we'll get to that as well don't worry yeah cheers. <laughs> um i i hate i hate the idea of us being bad sportsmen's in all of this but it does seem to add up together there were lots of games that were called off on friday so I'm not, I'm not necessarily buying the travelling bit. Accrington called theirs off very, very, very early. I think there are a few sides in the in the league, in the National League, that called the games off because of travelling. So they got a local ref in to look at it and then was like, well, you know, we're, so-and-so is travelling quite a long way. Well, we'll call it now. I think Halifax Barnet might have been one, actually. So again, Barnet probably would have travelled up the day before. It was called Gateshead Dagenham, same thing. Look... I'm happy that we did the right thing by the integrity of the game and got the game on. But yeah, it would have been very easy to 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 lose that. We are running out of Tuesdays <laughs> very quickly. If we get past Dorking in a couple more, it's going to be a tight end of season. But um, yeah, I I had the same cynical thought as you. Yeah, maybe <laughs> maybe forget the frost covers for that one. Um, I feel like we've moved on a bit, but I think it's important to say that Scunthorpe probably should have won it. Oh yeah, with that Giannis. chance they had in the second half with half a hit in the post. Well, they hit the post, and they um, there was that one where he slips as he's about to, oh. and then he skies it over. But it just feels like the the goal was open for him, and that yep. you know that was such a huge, huge opportunity that mm-hmm. it's the kind of thing as well that when you know what you know after the fact, that we were so sort of laps in those moments and those openings were there and then you think well yeah that's because two of them were running on empty and probably others as well um, but that was a real big chance that could have totally <clears throat> changed the shape of everyone's thinking yeah it's worth noting that Carver when he hit the post shouldn't have been on the pitch yes mm. should, we, yeah. should we do that one because I don't know whether or not they might act retrospectively on that because it's really quite bad and now it's on a stream. <laughs> not, yeah, everyone evidence can, for everyone, everyone can, to see. Everyone can see the punch. It was... Uh, yeah, re- I sort of thought, obviously, when we were listening to it, on the listening to it, 
they obviously didn't have the replay of it and weren't able to see that, but they sort of brushed off you and Clark going down a bit easy and rolling around a bit. But when you watch it back, it is pretty much a a right hook as he yeah. run. And for whatever reason, the referee, well, the referee's going to sort out a foul, which wasn't particularly a foul. Should have just carried on. The referee's going to sort that out and for a split second looks the other way. Mm-hmm. And I think if he's not looking that way when that incident happens, how it's anything but a straight red, I've got oh, no idea. Yeah, it, it is a straight red. First thing to note, it's not a foul by Colin Daniel. It's a good tackle. It's yeah. probably just our throwing. I think it goes out, and that's kind of fine. But then he gives a free kick, and that enrages Carver, who comes over and gives you and Clark a, a, a walloping. It's, it's a red card all day, every day. That changes the game because then they shut up shop. Mm. If he if they goes down to ten men, they just shut up shop. They lost their other striker to Oldham this week, didn't they? And he, they would lose him for three matches. They would just shut up shop. That changes the game significantly. No idea if we go on and win the thing, but absolutely should have been sent off. And again, I, I wonder now with streaming available and 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 whether or not action will be taken retrospectively on these kind of things, whether or not it's this one or the next one or one further down the line, but if the referee's report mentions something, because he gets booked, doesn't he? Uh, yeah, 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 he got booked, uh, yeah, he got and, booked. And Daniel got did. booked as well, didn't he? Yeah. Both Daniel, them, yeah. Oh, yeah, they did. Daniel for the challenge that wasn't a foul, and Carver, yeah, so maybe they probably won't. If he's already if he's already been booked for it, they probably won't upgrade it to a red, but absolutely should have been. Um, very, very lucky. Um, to be fair, though, to the referee, he has just been given the World Cup final, so <laughs> fair play to him. You know, he's at that level now, so good on, good on that good is he blimey well he's better than the two from the seven from the quarterfinals we've just had yeah <laughs> yeah yeah he is i liked the yellow card as well didn't he he was the one who sent off uh two players at king's lynn last season i think uh, elliot swallow i remembered his name from there worthy got sent off at king's lynn didn't he and then he sent off oh, a king's lynn player as well but yeah didn't send off carver though no he did he didn't you're absolutely right but yes should we should we talk about the pitch a little bit? Because there was a point in the second half where the goalkeeper couldn't take a goal kick or a free kick without slipping over because he was basically playing on an ice rink in front of the Thatchers. Mm-hmm. Um, not sure that's okay. And it looked pretty bad before, didn't it? Like even at, at the start, that end, it did. Yeah. Like it looked- and I was, yeah, there was, there's a clip on the Yeovil, on the YTFC official um, Instagram. I think it's like a story, so I'm not sure it's there anymore. They were doing the warm-up practice where they just shoot at the goal on the side. And the ground is just plates of ice, <laughs> little tiny plates of ice. And I'm thinking, that's not, that's not, that's not good. I don't, don't play on ice. That's bad. So yeah, I can, I can vouch for, uh, yeah, doing things oh, on ice. Yeah. It's not a good idea. Yeah. I've got an x-ray to prove it. Yeah, so I'm I'm thankful no one's come out of it injured or hurt because at points it didn't look amazing on the stream, to be honest with you, especially as the night drew in, that bit in front of the Thatchers got a bit muddy and solid and rock hard and yeah, not good. But again, that brings us back to why are we not getting sort of ping shots in off the, in those off last the stages, <laughs> off the ice, yeah. just ping. Yeah. Just get them off the floor. Yeah, exactly. Get them off the floor. Just Torval and Dean it. What did you make of the um, the manager's comments after? Seemed very focused about a supporter and yeah. giving him a bit of an earful, saying he doesn't know what he's doing, and he sort of 
he responds and sort of you know lets him know you know these are what's going on and the players and um yeah i think it feels a bit out of order to me to say he doesn't know what he's doing yeah yeah but the, the fan in question is uh Declared, uh, made himself public on on the uh, Facebook page, uh, on the Green Army page, I think it was, um, and said basically, "I pay my money, I can say what I like." Um, okay. Yeah, um, but uh, I, I think his um, point was similar to ours, in as much as we haven't really tested a seventeen-year-old goalkeeper playing for a team that's bottom the league, they lost the last seven games, the last six games. Hadn't kept a clean sheet, blah, blah, blah. Now, that fan obviously didn't know the context of in the same way that we've, we've just spoken about there. So, um, but yeah, repeatedly saying, you don't know what you're doing. I, um, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure that's really necessary, especially when you think, I don't think Cooper's lost a game, has he, at home this season? Uh, in, no. Since he, since he arrived? No, um, I haven't lost and, at home. And that obviously only lost the one at Woking since he's been in? Yeah. 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 I think I mean, the Woking game was the only one we lost, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, we've dropped points against teams we probably shouldn't have dropped points against. Maidstone away in that final penalty at the right at the end there. Saturday, um, arguably there's there's more reasons behind that one. But yeah, it does feel a bit harsh. I mean, the previous manager, I think by the end of his tenure, you could say. Yeah, you probably don't know what you're doing. But um, I think Mark Cooper's probably done a, a bit more um, in the short time that he has had. Seven games, I think he said he'd had, to deserve a little bit more um, respect than that. Yeah, I, I think, think we'd the, probably uh, be uh, closer to the bottom than yeah. <laughs> we him, now if we didn't have Mark Cooper in charge. Absolutely. I, also, I also think that the previous manager wouldn't have come out and said anything afterwards. <laughs> he'd have probably no. just he'd have probably been a nice guy and offered him for a offered him exactly. a pint or something. Yeah, he'd apologize, um, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So um I I don't mind Mark Cooper giving it a bit back. You're right, the, the support is right, you do pay your money and you have your right to say anything, and Mark Cooper has his right to reply as well, and he's more than welcome to do so. Um yeah. problem is he can do it in a bit more of a uh, <laughs> with a bit more of an audience. <laughs> well, if the dude shouts loud enough, I bet other people heard him. So yeah, there was. Uh, yeah. I I noticed uh, numerous people who were in that stand, uh, including a prominent local businessman uh, who may sponsor the main stand. Uh, did uh, did point out that the the gentleman in question was uh, yeah quite loud. <laughs> there you go. So everyone gets a, everyone gets a an open mic at Hewish Park. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. It's like a fans forum, isn't it? Almost <laughs> like a like a like a almost like an open meeting for supporters, but uh, yeah, it's they, one of them. They, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. We'll find out in. I don't know. Wait, say my calendar's stopped. Eleven days. <laughs> Got a calendar on your wrist. Yeah. Um. He also said post match, "Have we done the illness enough? Have we covered the illness enough? Everyone's poorly. Some yeah. on antibiotics. Are we, are, are we talking about the fan? Said this after the game, or, or, or are we talking about Mark Cooper? Uh, Mark Cooper. Mark Cooper. Um, right." Illness covered. That's bad. Look after yourselves. You and Clark, go wrap up warm, please. Um, he also said that Giorgio had gone back to the Orient. Um, we know, obviously, that Jimmy... Japan. Yes. The Orient, yeah. <laughs> um, Jimmy Torre is left. Yeah. 
and Jake Scrimshaw has fallen off the face of the earth. Mm -hmm. So uh, he then used a, a phrase which people have noted. The phrase being... Uh, what was it? Balancing the books. <laughs> balancing yeah. the books. Oh. I was going to say cutting, cutting his cloth, but uh, yeah, balancing the books. Yeah, waving yeah. the red flag. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So let's talk about attackers not being involved. One by one, Giorgio returned. Is anyone bothered? Yeah. From a football point of view, are you bothered, Ian Perkins? Probably seen more of him than we are, Ian. Um. I think there was something there, but I don't. Th I don't necessarily think his heart was totally in it, either. A bit Dion Pereira. Um, <laughs> maybe not to that extent. No. But both times he played, when he came off, instead of doing you know a little lap of honor because he came off on the far side, mm -hmm. away from the dugout, instead of soaking in the applause from all the players, he went off around the away end. Yeah. Um. Sorry, not the players, the supporters. He he went off around the away end. Rather say, he didn't than... play that well. That all the players were applauding him. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> rather than in front of the the supporters, which just I don't know felt a little bit like he, you know, don't didn't want to fall in love with the football club. Mm. Wow. Um. Uh. Yeah. So I don't know. I I think there was something about there. He's quite. A, Perhaps maybe a bit of a luxury player in terms of what he brings. Not totally effective on that left wing so much, but um, I think a shame to lose a player that certainly had something about him. And he was one of Mark Cooper's first signings as well on loan, wasn't he? It was sort of like, mm. we signed this winger who can do set pieces. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think that's the thing. It's it's more the option, isn't it? Having that option available to uh, to bring on, and obviously we're seeing what our options are. Um, like and obviously going forward, as uh, the the goal tally speaks for themselves, don't they? So losing attacking players is um is not a good thing. Um, uh, Jimmy Torre again, he was forever hit and miss. Um, <clears throat> we saw some hits, but probably saw more misses from him. Um. And then Jake Scrimshaw, again, I honestly couldn't tell you anything about the guy, <laughs> except for <laughs> that he occasionally comes on for 20 minutes, 10 minutes, five minutes at the end of games. So, um, yeah, but he seemed, the, the fact that he wasn't there and we had two outfield players on the bench tells you he's a goner, isn't he? But, yeah, and the fact that our, our other attacking players, Will Dawes, has come back on loan to Stratford, we seen. I think this question's got to be asked about how have we spent money, bearing in mind how you know, much that is a premium to go up, how have we spent money on two players who the new manager has come in and said, you're clearly not good enough for this level. How, how has that been allowed to happen? And yes, you can say they were signed by the previous manager. The previous manager must take responsibility. But dearly, there's other people there who, if they if they thought, Oh no, this guy Scrimshaw's not up to scratch, or this guy Will Dawes is never going to, um, never going to do uh, do anything at, at this level in the time that we needed him to. Yes, is fine, fair enough, saying uh, he's one for the future. But really, are we in a position that we should be spending what little money we have on players that could be a decent player in a few years' time? Not sure we are. It's the kind of signings that if you had a director of football, they'd be like. 
uh, what are you signing yeah. that person for? Whereas yeah. if you're having to make those decisions as a manager who's not got the connections and you're basing it on, you know, scouting a scouting system, yeah. then um, maybe that's it. But I've 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 done a spreadsheet of um oh. we've had we've had quite a lot of players this season. Mm. Uh so contracted with us as it stands, Smith, Williams, record. Ben Richards, Everton, Worthington, Diath, Fisher, Scrimshaw, Max Evans, Malachi Linton, Jory Johnson, Charlie Wakefield, Josh Staunton, and Lewis Britton. On loan at the moment. Will Dawes not in there? He's he's in a different column. All right. Um, on loan we've got Pearson because mm. he's going to come back once he's not tired anymore. <laughs> um, Jamie Andrews. Uh, Will Buse, Ewan Clark, Owen Bevan, what's the story, Oliver Bory. Not other club who we have, I don't think Stevens has played, but Toby Stevens, Olivier Ulbert, Will Dawes, Ollie Haste. The players we've had that have joined and since left, Giorgio, Torre, Perry, Krask, Gravosti, Rowe and Pond. So, Including Stevens, we've got we've had thirty two players come through the squad this season. Yeah, that's it's quite a lot when you think about it. And I think when you look at what we've got contracted as well, obviously Charlie's on a contract as well. Put him on there. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he's out somewhere. <laughs> he's that- out somewhere. That number is only bettered by Oldham Athletic with 33 right. in the division. That include that that's players that they currently got, yeah? Players used this season. Oh, right. Okay. 33. Yeah, yeah. It's quite a lot of turnover. Yeah. It's, a, it's an awful lot. And just, it's no, there's no settlement, is there? There's no being able to string uh, sides together. Back to the original point about, about Dawes and Scrimshaw. You are absolutely right. The manager will take a fair chunk of it, but you have to ask questions. And look, people have added two and two together and make, well, they've made four. Whether or not it's the, you know, we can't say anything because it's potentially liable, but you know, and I know what everyone's thinking about the doors transfer. The fact that he's gone back to Stratford speaks volumes, doesn't it? Um, As opposed to going out to National League South clubs, as we were told. Yeah, I mean, it says that he's not good enough for this level, which I, I think is, the, is, is is a big question as well. Why are we spending money on players yeah. where you need? Because we all knew, even Chris Hargreaves has said, you know, we need players who wanted a, he wanted a small squad, didn't he? Which is ironic, in uh, uh, based on the stat that Ian's just given us there. But um, yeah, we needed players who could hit the ground running, um, and Will Dawes clearly has proven that he is not that player. He he was compared to Tom Knowles when we signed him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think in as much as he did come from somewhere where nobody knew him and <clears throat> had the ability yeah. to, uh, yeah. To Although Tom Knowles came from Cambridge. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, <laughs> we, we didn't know him, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I know what you mean. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah, I think even when you look at the players on contract, how Scrimshaw's one of them. 
doors. He's, he's, he's got to go out on loan somewhere, hasn't he? Scrimshaw. Or, he's or, he's it, got yeah. to go out on loan somewhere. I don't know how we're... He's hardly in the shop window for selling, is he? No. The no. Fact, I mean, the fact he's not on the bench is... Staggering. I, I wanted to ask this Gunthorpe fan if he'd have... Um, if he'd have turned up, I would have asked him... Um, because he played for them last season, didn't he, Jake mm. Scrimshaw? And scored a few goals, I think. I think he, he, he scored five or six goals for them in, in League Two last season. So this is the thing I can't understand about him, um, is, is why he's not there. I mean, clearly, Mark Cooper has seen him in training and presumably Chris Harkey saw him in training and didn't think he was uh, good enough to be doing so, anything. So who signed him then? Chris Hargrew signed him, didn't he? <laughs> it's, it's, it's infuriating, isn't it? Yeah. What did we sign him? Did a different, like, did you did he order Tom Knowles off Wish.com and Jake Scrimshaw, <laughs> Scrimshaw rocked up on Monday morning? Oh, it's kind of not what he ordered, but no. paid now. I think the, the fact that Mark Cooper went straight out and signed Lewis Britton hmm. and Andrew Oluwabori and Anthony Giorgio did everything you needed to know about what he thought he had up top when he came in because, you know, he's used Linton to a degree coming on from the bench and making an impact. Fish is, you know, the number one man for him up front, isn't he? That's, you know, the, the lead, the leader up top, but yeah, Scrimshaw's not had a look in Britain seems to be just getting up to fitness and, you know, started the last two, hasn't he? Um, Oh, it feels, (laughs) It feels a bit worrying. And I know we don't have didn't necessarily have like a transfer window as such, do we? Um but it feels a bit clearing the decks to make room in January if if we're allowed to bring anyone in, I suppose. Presumably you have that point in where Nas- where um league clubs start looking at players who maybe haven't been making their teams and mm think right we'll send him out on loan hopefully that's um that's what it is and like as we've said many times before i trust mark cooper has clearly got a, a contacts book isn't he and uh you can you know, just look at those players that he's he's brought in uh, oliver boy probably being the pick of them um yeah you'd you'd trust him to to bring some bring someone in i think wouldn't you be interesting to see what happens to Will Buse now. Saw a, a snapshot on uh, Instagram that Max Evans is back in training after his mm. injury. Um, that's a loan we don't need, and Max Evans is available as a subkeeper again soon. I wonder if Will Buse's time is closer to being up than than anything else if he's not going to be number one keeper. Yeah, maybe. I think one of the things that we did last year was I think Darren Saar was able to get he always said how he was given, basically given loans. Like they, he was having players for nothing. Yeah. Whereas if, I don't know if we've got that same situation this season, hence why we've had to balance the books by letting Giorgio go because we were paying, you know, contributing a bit. Perhaps he's traveling down as well. And there's the expenses of, Traveling, hotels, and all that stuff on top, where maybe we didn't have that last year. Yeah, exactly. And same with Jimmy Tory. I don't know if Jimmy Tory's a, a Southwest lad, but if he's got to stay in a, somewhere three nights a week, fine. Then, yeah, we'll see. 
we'll see. But uh, things need to start happening sooner rather than later because 17 goals ain't enough. Ain't enough. And, you know, three subs, two outfielders. Neither of them were even slightly defensively minded. Max Hunt goes down with a hammy on the 80th minute. I have no idea how that team finishes the game. Well, it's been like that for a few weeks, hasn't it? We haven't had any defensive... Nope. Like ben Richards-Everton came back from sort of an injury, didn't he? I think I'm sure he came back from injury, but just hasn't been near the squad. But he yeah, must have been—he he must have been one of the ill ones yesterday because he was named only after the match. Yeah, yeah I think he said he had an injury, didn't he? Don't know whether that's a reoccurrence of an injury. He's been injured all bloody season, hasn't he? Mm. Yeah, but we we need some reinforcements there as well, in all likelihood. Yeah, probably probably need an extra left back because it felt it felt missing yesterday without record. So to have a, a natural replacement for record, I think, is, is something we're going to need over time as well. It's quite a Santa list we're writing here, isn't it? Mm, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. And we're already talking about balancing the books and we need to find more. Mm. Concerning. Okay. Very, very concerning. Dear Santa, please can we have some money? Yeah. <laughs> Stick a pound coin in a card. Yeah. If only there was a you know an outspoken, vocal, prominent local businessman who was... You know, looking to do something. Invest. Well, who knows? Well, I, I, I would hope he's an invest. It's cold at the minute. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, move on. Move on. Can we do? Can we do a positive before we, before we talk about Barnet and our fears? Uh, a positive. Um, Alex White on Twitter. Alex Brian White um, organised a food bank collection at the football club on Saturday. And he tweeted earlier today that he's just sorted everything out. He's got a spare room full of tins, um, 357 food and toiletry items, 251 pounds and 81 pence from the bucket collection and 450 pounds donated on just giving. Um, so brilliant. From well done. Brilliant that all round. And the just giving page is still open, I think as well to uh, donate. So if you're, you know, looking to share a bit of Christmas cheer and help out a local food bank, go ahead and do it. Do it. Do it. Well played, Alex. Well played, mate. Top man. Glover's Cast Hall of Fame. He's earned himself the Glover's Cast Power of Positivity Glovies nomination already oh, for the end of the season. It. There's already oh, a nomination. Already first nomination in the books. We better write this down somewhere. I know, yeah. <laughs> I will totally forget. Alex, <laughs> can you remind us at the end of the season that you're nominated? Please, mate. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Cheers. Um, cool. Well done, Alex. Uh, Bri- Brighton? Barnet. Barnet. That would be um, tearing us a new one, one, wouldn't it? Are you going, Dave? No. <laughs> Are you going to watch, though? Yes. Yes, me too. Yeah, I'm going to get a stream. I was actually uh, supposed to be in London uh, on Tuesday, but um, train strikes have uh, decided otherwise. So, in fact, tomorrow, I think uh, I was seeing on the news this morning, is the only day in the month when there isn't going to be a strike of some kind by various different members. Why don't you could put yourself in an envelope and post yourself there? Um, yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't trust that either. Would no. I? Okay. no. Yeah. Damn. Big envelope as well. But yeah. <laughs> one of those um, bubble, one of the ones with bubble wrap inside. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, I'd forgotten that uh, Barnet hadn't played it the weekend until you mentioned it. They were playing Halifax. 
Mm. They've got an awful pitch, haven't they? So they're going to be, uh, well, fresh as a daisy, aren't they? Yeah. And that man, Gorman. <laughs> Ben's mortal enemy, Dale Gorman. If if you watch this on a stream, Ben, you're going to throw it, throw your laptop yeah. out a window, aren't you? If something goes. Yeah. Well, I am going to watch on a stream. Going to give the Glovers my £2.75. And yeah, that's yeah. what you've calculated you, you're given. I, I've done some maths. <laughs> Can we just talk about the maths for a second? We'll all talk about Barnet. I've done, oh, I've done some maths. Done some maths. Um, so, <laughs> you are, are you, you going to tell us what they are? <laughs> um, you keep saying you've done it. <laughs> I know. Um, I wrote a thing about the stream, some good bits, some bad bits, and it included lots of sums. So at the moment, Streams are £4.75, half price. After Christmas, they'll be double that, of which Yeovaltown gets 60% of the fee that I paid, which is about £2.75-ish, give or take. Um, so every stream that you buy, home or away, because you are a Yeovil fan, Yeovil will get 60% of the fee each and every time. So I'm giving Yeovaltown £2.70-odd. On Tuesday night. Oh, yeah. Well, we'll have given them about five of them, won't we? Yeah. Are you are you getting it here on Tuesday? Hopefully playing football, not for Yeovil. Um <laughs> well, there is space on the bench, mate. <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah, plenty of room. Get your boot. Yeah. If you play at the back. Be, hopefully be playing on Tuesday. Okay. Unless it gets snowed off. Yeah. Well, which is possible, isn't it? It's still gonna be like minus four, isn't it, for the next few days. Eh? No one's gonna bother. They're all gonna a bunch of flakes. They're all going to bail. That's that's the problem. The bunch um, of flakes falling from the sky yeah, is the issue. That is the problem, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the reason it's off. Mm. And three o'clock on Tuesday, they're like, oh, it's a bit cold tonight. I'm not going to play. It's poorly, Ian. Yeah. It's because they don't play football on a nice cold night. Mm. But yeah, Barnet doing all right, aren't they? Fifth in the league, I think, after the weekend. Nearly as good as Woking. Um, yeah. yeah, they are. 11 wins, 40 goals, which feels like a lot, but it's still 20 less than Notts County. Oh, sorry, 17 less than Notts County. Can't count. Um, one some maths. Uh, yeah, great maths. Um, won four in a row in the league. Um, pushed Accrington in the FA Cup. Don't concede many goals. In fact, since the 8th of November, they've conceded one goal. That was to Accrington in the FA Cup. Do you think this is going to be a, a Notts County type of performance again? It's going to have to be. <laughs> it's going to have to be. I cannot see. We cannot go there and try and outplay them. We can't do it. Not with a poorly squad, a depleted squad. If players haven't trained and haven't got used to it, I don't think we've got a choice but to shut up shop and try and poop house our way out of it. I mean, in, the, in a bid to get a nomination for the Power of Positivity Award, <laughs> we'll have Worthington back. Yeah, and he goes straight in. No question in my mind, he goes straight in. Maybe Morgan Williams. Well, this is a bit, This is where we don't really know. Maybe Jamie Record. Maybe Ben Richards, Deverton. Yeah, maybe maybe yeah, you and Clark bunch. will be off the antibiotics. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that is right. I didn't. I didn't. I tried to mute. Yeah. <laughs> I that, couldn't do it. That noise you heard was Ben trying to stifle a sneeze. <laughs> that <laughs> wasn't Ben the... so worried about <laughs> you and Clark on antibiotics. <laughs> I need the antibiotics. 
<laughs> that was the most surprised sneeze I've ever heard in my life. It was like completely out of nowhere. <laughs> I tried to mute, but then my hand was also needed oh, to cover dear. the mouth. It was there was just no build-up. It just like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. That is the that is the soundtrack of this. The, the title, the title of this podcast is a chew. Like... <laughs> oh, dear. oh dear. Surprise sneeze. Okay. There yeah. we go. Um yeah, Barnet, very good. Yeah. Okay. I was trying to be positive then, and then you ruined it with your uh, sorry, your viruses. They they did lose against <laughs> um, Southend three 0 at home recently, right? Yeah. Did you not say they hadn't conceded in? It was a while ago. I mean, it was the first of November. In fact, that was the, in fact. Then. In fact, Southend on the first of November was the last league team to score against Barnet. Right. That was at <laughs> home then. Yeah. Okay. Well, four seventy-five Tuesday night. Yeah, give the Glovers yeah. two pounds seventy. Yeah, woo. watch some goals. Watch Barnet score some goals. <laughs> they do have they do have uh, options up front as well, haven't they? Is it that um, Kabamba? They yeah, got, that's they? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Be nice um, to have options, wouldn't it? Yeah, I am. I'm Hot a teeny. I'm a, t- <laughs> I'm a teeny bit concerned. Yes, I am. I am. Yeah. I feel like we talked ourselves into panic. But, no, because yeah. we were because we were concerned before Knox County. Yeah, we were concerned before Chesterfield. I was concerned before Halifax and uh, Wrexham. And Wrexham. we all know what we did against Wrexham. And if we don't, let's get Chris Hargreaves back on. Sorry, yeah. hole. Yeah, no yeah. Way. So yeah. look, I'm worried, but I'm worried about a lot of things. So don't worry about that. <laughs> And this is the least of your worries. Yeah, exactly. I get a Tuesday night. I'm going to have the, the World Cup on the telly and Barnet against Yeovil on the laptop. What Tuesday night that is, by the way. That is. That is a good Tuesday night. That's what yeah. I had yes- yesterday. I had Yeovil on the iPad. Amazing. Morocco and Portugal on the laptop. Damn. And then I was also building a bug hotel. Love that. Bug hotel? Yeah. Wow. Lots, of, lots of wooden sticks inside a wooden box, isn't it? It is. Yeah. Cheap. Have, you, have you got any... um? Uh, residence? Do you have residence for a bug hotel? Not yet. I'm not sure that the quality of this bug hotel is going to withstand the yeah. conditions outside once it goes out. Right. What was it certainly the... won't be a five star. <laughs> a five star bug hotel. What when when you were planning the bug hotel? How easy were the planning permission conversations with <laughs> South Somerset District Council? Yeah, quite quite happy. I, oh. I also got them to part with the best part of three million quid to to do it as well. <laughs> Handy. Yeah. I think you should probably tell taxpayers how you plan on spending that money, though. Yeah. Maybe yeah, really yeah. be open and honest. Seven to ten days. Seven to ten yeah, days. Yeah, I've. Uh, there's a couple of situations, a couple of things going on, but yeah. seven to ten days. I'll announce an open meeting day, yeah. Yeah. which okay. may cool. or may not move. Okay. <laughs> okay. We got questions. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We got loads of questions, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> there's <laughs> lots of questions. No yeah. one wants to answer them. That's the problem. Yeah. Yeah, well, we have, German. Yeah, we we <laughs> we have um we have one uh on uh, on Facebook from Mark Swatridge saying, given our lack of financial resources, how do you feel we can increase our chances to gain more wins without making any new signings? <laughs> Jesus Christ, some kind of magic wand or maybe magic beans of some kind. I think. Yeah. Can we um? What about like 
doping. Doping? Yeah. Doping or or juice by Ian. Juice by <laughs> Give them all blendies. <laughs> yes, get the blendies out, lads. Can't afford blendies. Eight quid a bottle, no chance. <laughs> um I think we should just shoot at 17-year-old goalkeepers who haven't played since they've considered seven against Bristol Rovers. That's my plan of attack. Right, like, shoot, mean. just shoot from anywhere. Just, just at this point, I'm not against that idea. <laughs> yeah, just, just shoot. Have a go. Anywhere. See what happens. Maybe Grant Smith up front. Do it. Maybe that's the answer. Yeah, back him, back him to do it. Why, why, why did we not chuck Will Hughes on? Just launch the thing. <laughs> just Left back it. off. Just take Shuri Johnson off. Back three. Buse up top. Launch it. Flick on. David James style for Man City when he came on that time. Yeah. You heard me, Cooper. You heard me. I'm just reading through. I um uh, I I think I I kind of asked a question in when I posted this, and uh, and I think people have just answered the question that I have asked <laughs> as opposed to saying. Uh, asking us any questions. So, yeah, that is the only one that is actually a question. <laughs> I noticed there was loads of replies to it, but none were questions. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm just reading through. Great question, like, yeah. Dave. Great yeah. question. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, which is great. I, you know, I want to yeah, have a have a bit of interaction here. But, uh, yeah, wasn't wasn't didn't get the outcome I was hoping for. Much like yeah. other planned forum conversations mm. between supporters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a big one for uh, you know, fan conversation. Cool. Um, what does is, what is, what is the Twitter say? Uh, Harry Eaton asks, how many players have scored at the World Cup and at Hewish Park? Can only think of Di Maria and Lukaku. Uh, Barry Spiller has replied to Harry, saying Emil Heskey, England Great versus show. Denmark, and Yeovil versus Liverpool. Did Rory Fallon score? In a World Cup for New Zealand. In a World Cup for New Zealand. Did Chris Wood score? In a World Cup, because he's bagged at Hewish Park, isn't he? For Leicester. Has he bagged for Leicester? I remember he scored against us in that one that they claimed was uh, Kasper Michael's goal. It's not Kasper that, Michael's goal. That was a point. It was away, wasn't it? Did Jamie yeah. Vardy score a World Cup? Oh. Apparently he played against us once or twice. Um, yeah, yeah didn't, he score, didn't he score the oh, other uh, goal against um, Wales in the Daniel Sturridge game? Daniel De Story scored a last-minute winner. Yeah, did the, yeah. the dancey thing. That was Euros, was that wasn't it? Euros, oh, was it Euros, yeah. was it? Oh, Marcus Rashford. Did he score against us? Mm, uh, yes, and, he did. And a Herrera? Mm, maybe and Herrera. Marcus Rashford did, because we fell asleep in the 18-yard box and he just tapped it yeah. in past Chris Yadler. Oh, well, yeah. We have seen him score in a World Cup very recently. Great shout. That's a great shout. Well, and Dave, oh, you've got your giant glass again. <laughs> what, what what are you on? You're on the H2O. Vodka. Yeah. So, 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 so I tell, tell you a funny story about uh, this glass. It's um, my best man tankard that I was given that has my um, my friend's wedding day written on it. And it is the 30th of November, 2019. So on the 30th of November, I sent my friend a uh, message saying, oh, happy wedding anniversary. <laughs> I just got a message back. Shit. <laughs> he forgot it was his wedding anniversary. And um, yeah. I've just taken a blurry screenshot of you holding up the glass so that yeah. when we talk about it... We you don't message again. me on my wedding anniversary. No, no, I don't. Because you, 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 ne- you, ne- you never gave me any glassware, that's why. That's because you didn't turn up. 
All right. Would, would, would say glassware for everyone else, was there? Everyone, everyone else did. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Robin Bachelor asked okay, what position <laughs> inside needs strengthening the most. And is it concerning that Giorgio has been sent back to balance the books? In my opinion, we should be able to support a squad of more than 20 players. I agree with you, Robin. I, my I, would suggest concern... that, I would suggest that his opinion and the bank balance opinion, the bank manager's opinion may be slightly different. Maybe. And what position do you think needs strengthening the most? Um, yes up, up front oh. <laughs> yeah for reasons that have previously been advertised on this podcast i would like more strength and depth in all areas apart from goalkeeper please but oh. right here we go devil's advocate yep we've got a lot up front that we've not seen maybe because they're not good enough but we don't we don't maybe know. We've, not, we, <laughs> we've not seen it but at the same time we're not setting them up like Fisher has to score a header from 80 yards. That's a, that is a hell of a header, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? We're not creating, and we haven't for seasons <laughs> created no. clear. It was the same last year. We had strikers. We had Quigley. We had Yusuf. Uh, who else did we have up front last year? Tom Knowles. Tom Knowles, yeah. Ruben Reed. Ruben Reed. Uh, <laughs> Dave's favourite. God, I've really got like repressed memories of our <laughs> shit strikers. I, I'd squash um, this. <laughs> <laughs> but who remembers Alex like, Dobra? Um, <laughs> he was all right. Um, we've we've had players, but we've just not had Gavin Williams. No. Yeah, just... and, and players like I know we keep talking about Alor Ravore, like he's second coming of. Uh someone else but um of Gavin Williams maybe but he feels like the kind of player that we need more of we need more like him players that can pick the ball up and just do something with it even if that something is running really quickly at someone and then whipping a ball in um that that's the kind of player um, yeah, and that, I, that we need and I think we thought well I thought Giorgio might have been that but when you watch him he wasn't that no, he was tucking inside more than outside, and you know maybe that was the tactic. Maybe him and record on that left hand side was what was, you know, the manager felt was going to work, but feels a bit imbalanced without someone getting down there and whipping it in. Yeah, yeah. Well, attacking players, I think, is what we need. <clears throat> Whether they are strikers or midfield players or wingers or whatever, attacking players, I think. Final third entry players. Exactly, yeah. XG enthusiasts. We need more than XG you now. Mm. G enthusiasts. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be better. Clevo uh, asks, Clevo, happy with the Clino, where is Jake Scrimshaw? Surely, even if our favour, better to fill a spot on the bench or recall a couple of youth lads, should we be concerned by Cooper's comments of balancing the books following Georgia being sent back? There's that red flag again being waved, isn't it? Um, the scrimshaw is, 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 is strange. We've kind of touched on it. He's, if he's not going to leave the club permanently, he needs to go out on loan because we talk about wasting money. Well, he's literally wasting money doing nothing. If he's fit and not on a bench, it's ridiculous. I was a little bit, I was a little bit disappointed that we didn't chuck a kid on the bench because the under 18s were off, weren't they? Where yeah. where were they meant to play, Dave? Do you know? At home. They were supposed to play at Alvington. So they were 
like local. within the vicinity. Yeah. Like I'm not saying they're going to play. I'm not saying they're going to do it. But like I said, if Hunt goes down in the 85th minute and his hamstring's completely shot, I'd rather have Graziano on the bench to. Right. I, I know in their last game, they played in the Cup um, last weekend and they were missing a few players there, including the aforementioned Jay Graziano. It, it, it's, for, it's for effect more than anything, but you know what? You understand what I mean here, in so much as if, if, if it's the worst case scenario, Will Buse would have had to go on at centre half. Well, Ollie Hayes <laughs> didn't play because the uh, Toro's game was called off. Um, uh, no. Toby Stevens didn't play because Plymouth, Plymouth was off. Yeah. Penjani didn't play because Sherdebourne was off. Yeah. Will Dawes didn't play because Stratford was off. None of them yeah. played. Yeah. So a little bit frustrating. Um, I, I guess two of them were late on, were they? Was Williams and record quite late in the day? I think he said record was, was very late in the day, but Williams sounded like he might have known about him a little bit longer. I just wonder if maybe we should have had a couple of pairs of boots, a couple of players just hanging around just in case in this situation. And I hope we take a couple to Barnet as a result. Be like Ian's mates, won't they? <laughs> yeah. yeah, don't want any of them. No. What do you think? What do you think? Because I've not seen many calls for just a kick on the bench. Do you think we should have had... I don't, I, I don't see how it could have caused any real problem. Um, not that you necessarily would have chucked them in uh, no. in that game. But no, if, it, if the game had gone differently and we'd have been 3 0 up at half time, then maybe you would have done. But, but um, it, yeah. I, I, I would have had them there just for the Experience, injured yeah. player on the injured 87th minute moment. You're no. thinking like R9 in um, USA 94, aren't you? Just get him there. Doesn't play a minute, but just get him there for the experience. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. I'd have R9. Even now, I'd have R9. Theo, Theo Walcott in 06. Yeah, Theo, yeah. I, I think the fact that you're comparing Theo Walcott with R9 is beyond. I'm not, I'm I'm not, not, I'm not comparing I, I, them. I'm, 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 I'm offended for the, uh, the portly Brazilian. <laughs> portly. <laughs> That's kind. Yeah. Um, Okay, uh, there's a couple of questions along this theme. I think we've referred to it tonight already, actually. One from Cleaver, one from Chris Fox. Would you expect be expecting an announcement from Scotty this week after his delay regarding the supporters meeting? What's the calendar on your wrist day, Dave? Today is the 10th day since it was the 1st, wasn't it? 1st of uh, December that you said 7 to 10 days. Um, didn't say working days. I did okay. check in because that's, uh, you know... Uh, that, 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 a, that's usually a caveat, isn't it? Yeah, leave a so, little bit of a grey area. Just yeah. So tomorrow will be the eleventh day, and given that we are now on six minutes past nine on the eleventh of December, I'm gonna guess there isn't gonna be anything today. What about if he means days that begin with T? Then we're in trouble. <laughs> today, tomorrow, <laughs> Thursday, Thursday, other day. <laughs> Um, <laughs> it's it's literally the world's worst advent calendar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> opening up a opening up a door every day and just seeing nothing, nothing. Yeah, and when you do finally open the door, it's yeah. it's kind of like you're going to wish you never opened it. <laughs> oh. Close the door. Close the door. <laughs> yeah. uh, Mike Watt asks with recent off the field issues. Not sure what he's referring to. 
Uh, do you think the best course of action is for all fans to stop going to games for Scott Priestnell to get the message and sell the club? Or is that not the answer? Everyone can now and still watch the game. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I feel like... Going around in circles, aren't we? Yeah. There's only one way. There's only one way to stop these circles from coming back around each and every time. At this point in time, you know the way to stop these circles going around. I know the way to stop these circles going around. Scott Priestle knows the way of these circles coming back around. It's time to open your gob, mate. Talk to people, and things will stop coming around. I mean. In uh, and again, uh, not 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 often that I say in fairness to Scott Priestnell, he has well he hasn't opened his gob, but he has put quite a number of statements out. I think the problem is that they don't really say anything. Mm. They, they 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 say um, I've got nothing to do with Worcester Warriors, and um, I was the one who voted against that dis- that distribution system, the National League um, uh, money, and something will happen in seven to ten days. It, it, it come out there and say things, but come out there and say something that actually means something, as in, I'm going to sell the football club to this person, or here's an investor that's coming in and they're going to um, put some money, or here's the long-term vision that I spoke about back in April um, when I had that little uh, meeting with a, a group yeah. of fans. Here's the audited accounts. Here's how much we paid for Will Dawes. Yeah. Here's um, the uh, plans for the uh, fan zone. Here's how we're going to develop the 3G pitch in a different place. Here's how we're going to make Govaltown, um a match day experience where people don't want to watch the stream. They want to come spend more money at the football club. Here's how we're going to entice the next generation of Town fans. See, These you, questions are you. still unanswered. Now, you've accused you and Clark of not having end product. And that's all you've done there. You've, you've, you've got yourself. You've made a great run. You got to the edge of the box, and then you played the ball backwards. <laughs> Gareth Southgate's going to be watching you if you carry on like that. Sorry. Right. That's the end of the questions. Okay. I've got questions for you, though. Yes, oh, this is good. It's no. the long-awaited return of a quiz of some format. Dave is is scratching his his head head in his hands already ian's, ian's got his gold sparkly jacket on <laughs> he's going full stephen mulhern for us here um tell us more about this quiz please Ian. uh okay so this is going to be a best of three i've got three cards in front of me courtesy of my wife's brilliant birthday present received on thursday oh so. i wondered where these had come from yeah i forgot we, did, about we literally not, talked about yeah, it we, thursday, i know but. i know it's been yeah <laughs> Uh, there are three yeah. categories. Yeah. Uh, throwback football, general knowledge, and the Premier League. Best of three. We're going to keep these short. Are you both ready? No one ready. Which Chelsea? Wait, 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 wait. Which category is this? Premier League. Let's go. <laughs> Which Chelsea player was the victim of Luis Suarez's infamous bite in 2013? Branislav Ivanovic. Oh. He's got it. Yeah, He's got it. He was right. Yeah. <clears throat> Dave, I, think that. I was thinking it was something to do with the World Cup. I don't know why. This Wasn't in the was... World Cup, was it? No. He bit Giorgio Chiellini in the 2014. Ah, that's right. I remember he'd done something the, in a World the, Cup. Yeah. The, the, the category that I asked for also pre was, was Premier League. 
Okay. I did, I did want to clarify that for yeah. exactly that reason. What now? General knowledge. We might struggle here, kids. Which was the first FIFA World Cup finals tournament to feature substitutes? Sorry, can you repeat the question? I, I had a cough. Which was the first FIFA World Cup finals tournament to feature substitutes? Brazil uh, 70. I'm going to say uh, the... Um, Not Brazil, Mexico it, 70. Mexico 70 is the correct answer. Oh, is it? Oh, okay. I wouldn't have said that, but I, I'd have been guessing anyway. Uh, I'll do the third one because we're here, but you know, just, <laughs> but there's no for point. The, for the record, Ben's got this. Uh, who missed the last penalty for England against Portugal in the 2006 Euros? Jamie Carragher. No. Oh. 2006. I'm trying to remember who missed a penalty. Jamie I was like, Carragher. Uh, Jamie Carragher scored a penalty, didn't he? No, he's sure he missed it. No, he missed it. No, I can't even think he was in our team. In the was it uh, Steven Gerrard. No, he scored. He scored the first one. Uh, I'm just picking names of players that I think would have played around there. Was it Lampard? No. Rio Ferdinand. No. He played for your other team, Ben. Darius Fassell. <laughs> oh, where he took the keeper, took his gloves off to save it. The arrogant sod. There you go. There you go. Do I have to sell? It was. I'm sure it was. Hang on. I'm sure it was Carragher. So the 2006 Port Ing Pen shoot out. Uh, Hargreaves scored, didn't he? Not Chris Owen. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, three out of three. Well done, Ben. <laughs> well, well, yeah, that's a no, big no, hint yeah, for that enough. last one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Anyway, while Ben's Googling that, should we say goodbye? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, thanks everyone. Well played, everybody. <laughs> Let's say goodbye. So well, I'm I'm not going to be here Thursday, so I will catch you all. Oh, are you uh, getting drunk as well? Uh, probably not getting drunk because I got to drive home. Um, oh, yeah, don't do those two things together. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't do that. Um, so no, I won't be getting drunk. But I will be out on a Christmas do next Thursday night. So. Right. Whoever wants to replace Dave for one night only, come on down. There's a seat. There's a seat at the table. Yeah. Cheers. Bye. Bye. And with a quick turn, skipper Alex Dock slams it in. Here's Lindergaard making Forrest back pedal. Davis looking to help it into the path of Morris. He's found him via the deflection. It's Aaron Davis. He could win it. He probably has won it for Yeovil. Oh, and it's an opening goal. Stansfield, good turn away from Trott, goal! Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? 
Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.